This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another amazing episode of the Kenyan Wall Street podcast. As usual, I am your host, Prince Muragori, and today I'm very excited to have a guest who is going to talk about women in the cryptocurrency space. As you guys know, over the past few weeks, or generally in 2020, there has been an increased, uh, an increased interest in um, cryptocurrencies and alternative assets and a broader interest in the field of finance and how women plug into that space. And so today we wanted to find out how exactly that is happening in the cryptocurrency world. And we are happy to have Yvonne Kagondu with us today. Yvonne is the community coordinator for Kenya at Paxful, and we are very glad to have, have her talking about the topic and shedding some light on that. So hello Yvonne, how are you doing today? Hi Prince, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing very, very. I'm doing very, very well. Thanks. And um, perhaps you can share with your, with our audience what exactly you do um, and um, your experience in the crypto space before we start digging into our. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, I um, the Kenya Community Coordinator at Paxful. That basically means um, that I look at the Kenyan market, how it's doing on our platform, how I listen to the sentiments of our users from Kenya and try to uh, recommend strategies on our end and um, try to make the market as conducive as possible for our Kenyan Paxful users. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. And you being a lady, I am sure you have noticed that you're in a field or a space that has traditionally been, you know, male-dominated or, you know, has very little female participation. But over the years, I mean, I've seen some reports on the cryptocurrency world in 2020 that, have, that, that are saying that women participation is actually on the rise, particularly here in Africa, and that's good news. So my first question to you would be, you know, how has the crypto space been in terms of women participation or in the past? Uh, and how is that changing in recent years, and what are some of the factors might be leading to that shift? Um, I can say in general, uh, women in technology is mm-hmm. um, it's very there are very few women uh, in technology. Um, I have a bit of background in software engineering, and I know that for a fact it was very it was very rare to find women actually coding and doing such things and also for example in finance we'd say um we'd see something like in the past women especially in africa were not allowed to to manage the family finances so uh, the nature of uh, blockchain and uh, bitcoin uh, is a combination of say finance and technology like fintech Mm-hmm. So it's uh, two fields that, that women are, are really not participating in. But over the recent years, women ha- have been actively saying, um, we want to sit at the table, we want to do more technology, we also want to provide for our families. So um, there's been an increase of women in the technology sector and also an increase of women in the finance sector. And this has also led an in- to an increase of women in the fintech sector. And in the blockchain sector, I'd say um, 
we also experience the, experiencing the same. And it's true, our, our industry is very male dominated and um, women are sort of the minority in this space. Uh, uh, it's not, um, it's just how it started. Because if you'd look at Bitcoin from the beginning, mm -hmm. most people would see it like it's something so technical, something so risky. And women in general are, are uh, not risk takers, they're very risk averse. Right. And uh, yeah, but with time, um, I think women have become more open to the idea of Bitcoin, to the idea of um, financial inclusion, to the idea of technology. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's interesting that you mentioned the idea of risk aversion and uh, how the, the female gender or the feminine psyche is, you know, geared towards um, things that are not very, how can, not very risky, uh, or rather, you know, maybe in other words to say, uh, to venture into unknown spaces. And um, that has been one aspect of the crypto world, uh, especially when it was new. People did not understand what Bitcoin was, for example. There was a lot of misinformation, uh, a lot of speculation, and it seemed technical, right? Rightly, as you have put it, uh, it seemed like you know something that had to do with a lot of programming and only for some geeks. But over the years, the attention is shifting from the 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 form of the of the product to actually the use cases, like what can you do with it. It's like the same way when you have a phone, you're, you're not very worried or concerned with how does the camera work inside, you know, what is the programming behind it. But what you want to know is how you can take good photos with that. And we are seeing a shift towards that. And we are happy that there are more women participating. And following up on that question, my, my second question of the day, which is also the final question, because we are having a very short one today, we're keeping it short and sweet. Um, is other than just you know for example uh, trading other than trading or sending and receiving uh, money in the form of cryptocurrencies what are some of the career opportunities that women can look at when they're thinking of getting into the cryptocurrency space because for a long time that conversation has been geared towards the the use cases but at the end of the day this is a field it's got operations, it's got uh, organizations, and so there are career opportunities that can be found within that. So could you um, give some advice to some young ladies out here in Kenya and generally in Africa who might be thinking of career opportunities in this space? Um, yeah, sure, that's a very good question, um, Prince. Um, well, maybe I could just give an example of my journey into the crypto space when mm -hmm. i when i started out i had just finished school and as we know the situation in kenya there wasn't um there wasn't much employment opportunities but i was very curious about blockchain and crypto and for me it just started out as curiosity like i think for most people it started out as curiosity and um but i i got so invested into it into a point that i wondered um could I could I make this a career? And um, for me, uh, I, I I stopped like looking for uh, formal employment and I started focusing on blockchain and the knowledge about it. And of course, after school, you don't have a lot of money to start trading or start buying Bitcoin. So I looked at it from a career perspective. Um, and when I started out, my first career into the crypto space was 
a, tele, a telegram moderator which um is uh, the typical admin for whatsapp group but in telegram <laughs> and 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 actually at that time and still currently right now it it's actually a paying job like you're literally being paid to text so, <laughs> so i tell my, my my friends that yo you know <laughs> my job is texting I, which is actually one of the most interesting jobs you know like if the career the career sector is going to change like um like for example when the post office used to operate in, in the past Mm-hmm. when when um say the telecommunication industries joined and post office became a bit irrelevant right. the new opportunities became started developing it, it won't be as clear it won't be so crystal that which jobs can you do for example like who would know who would have known that you can actually get paid for being an admin so uh but you know when you let's say for example the post office to the telecommunications people who used to deliver mail probably say the new jobs that were created who would have known that you could actually get a job sitting down and helping people make phone calls like the sumia jamis for before mm-hmm. so the industry would be saying that we won't say that we need the traditional jobs probably new roles will develop new roles that are suitable for women like uh, easy roles and not not necessarily easy but roles that actually are convenient for for the gender and i know that that maybe when I, with my experience in the tech sector i know that it, uh, software engineering may not be like so conducive was for example something like trading which is more risk taking may not be maybe not be so nice for for women but there are career options that may develop with the time with different titles mm-hmm. that would actually be a good opportunity for many women especially here in Kenya mm-hmm. and um remote jobs because you see blockchain is an internet sort of currency so you right. can work from the comfort of your home with some with uh, your colleagues working from all over the world that's what that's one of the best things i love about uh, the industries that you don't have to be confined to the kenyan market we know how the kenyan career space is right now in the african career space people are commute what is it called um, people are tarmacking that's what you, people are tarmacking at home yeah. for years looking for jobs in the in the traditional sectors but in the blockchain space when you look for jobs in the internet you, you it opens up your 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 space where you can where you look for jobs you no longer have to look for jobs only in kenya you just simply have to update your linkedin get the information you need to go to the internet research get a paper and then you can widen your scope look for jobs in us and still work from kenya you look for jobs in south africa nigeria all over yeah that's my take <laughs> okay uh and and it's very interesting that you mentioned uh the capacity of some of these spaces to be open to for remote working because as you have rightly put it the crypto space itself is virtual so naturally even the the operations management would also be virtual and so many of the companies that are in this space are having a presence in many countries all over the world without a single office a single you know brick and mortar kind of uh, traditional conventional office setup and this this is the new way even in the traditional finance sector in banking 
Kenya, for example, has seen so many commercial banks close their physical branches because, you know, people uh, developed uh, agent banking, agency banking, internet banking. And so the crypto space was ahead of the curve. And um, I hope someone out there is listening to know that, you know, the industry is there and there are career opportunities there. There are people who work as analysts. There are people who work in communications. There are people who work in normal business development operations, you know, just like any other organization. And so we are thankful, Yvonne, that you have taken your time to share with us your insights. Um, we are also keenly watching the space, the cryptocurrency space, we'll see how it develops in Kenya. Of course, there are many hurdles, setbacks here and there, but that is uh, normal with any nascent industry that is evolving. But for sure, you know, the, the, the main, the main uh, mindset around new innovations is, is that if, if, if something is solving a problem somewhere, then most probably it will uh, survive and overcome the obstacles. And so if uh, this space, the crypto space, is solving some problems in our society, which other platforms or solutions have not been able to fully cover, then there is a future for that. And uh, we are keenly looking forward to that. So thanks, Yvonne. Any last words from you? Um. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> yeah, just that <laughs> just that Kenyans should normalize Bitcoin and normalize crypto, and um, uh, I think um, you know, just something that people need to sit down and research. There's so much misinformation going around. You take your time and learn. You can join. You can Google us, Paxful, Paxful.com. And uh, there's a lot of information that we give out there. We have a lot of workshops for Kenyans, specifically a lot of webinars. Yeah, so thank you, Prince. Thanks. Thanks to you, Yvonne. And thank you to our dear listeners for staying with us. As usual, you can follow us at Kenyan Wall Street on Twitter. And you can also follow me at Prince underscore Muraguri on Twitter. So thanks, folks. Stay safe. Goodbye. And see you in the next episode.